0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Money Mitch Effect. My name is Mitch Michaels. Thank you for joining the sports podcast. A lot to talk about. October is actually my favorite month in the sports calendar. uh, It is. It it is. Got my boy Joe Crisali here (laughs) joining. I know some people say April, and I love the hockey playoffs more than anything, but, Joe, this is the best because we have got everything going, everything clicking, football regular season, playoffs, in baseball. We're starting up basketball and hockey. It's it's a great time. But uh, thanks for joining the show. We got a lot to get into.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, October, Halloween is my favorite holiday. I'll just throw that out there. But October rolls around. You get the fall weather. You got the hoodies going, and uh, more more runs in the gym. Mm-hmm. Basketball. Everybody's ready for that. So.
0: Yeah, I've never uh, officially on the record. I don't think we've ever hung out during Halloween, so I'm just gonna go with that. But uh, you know, (laughs) I'll be
1: there (laughs) close enough. I'll be there in a couple weeks, but we'll we'll do our our week before Halloween.
0: Yeah, yeah, for the first official time. Uh, But no, you're right. This is the time of year where everything kind of ramps up, and the weather's still good too. um, You know, everywhere in the country, so it's kind of nice. I want to start with football. We'll work to baseball, hockey. And some other things, but starting with the NFL, and um, I think we can kind of do this together, right? We can co op how frustrated we are with our teams, the Browns and the Broncos.
1: Oh my god, I was not prepared to complain about the Broncos, but here we are.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, okay, can we can like, start uh, with Denver because like two and two, same with the Browns, like two and two isn't a bad record to start out, it's definitely salvageable, but. Where are you the most negative? I mean, obviously Javante Williams being out for the year, that running back that everyone was so high on is brutal. Um, It's like take your pick, right? You just lost to the division division hated Raiders, a rival. Uh, You have Melvin Gordon fumbling the ball. You have Melvin Gordon fumbling the ball all over the yard. You have Russell Wilson not exactly looking great, and you have a rookie head coach that has made some questionable decisions that time. So what's what's got you down the most for the Broncos right now?
1: Wow, great question. (laughs) Because, I mean, I'll I'll flip it and I'll say the only thing I've been excited about so far is the defense and how well the defense has played. But then if we continue that conversation, they just lost Randy Gregory on IR. He was like top pass rusher. um, So that's a huge blow. So they're going to have to uh, work on that. But, you know, I really – I was all in, man. I was all in on this year. I was like, okay, we we'll are go out. What are we missing? We're missing our solid QB. We go out and we get a Super Bowl winning guy, Russell Wilson, great quarterback, one of the best in the game, at least we thought. Um, now just getting outplayed by Geno Smith, but whatever. So we go to that opening game up here at Lumen, and that was my, my top confidence pick. I come into the season and I'm just like, okay, Broncos, they're going to yeah, come Yeah, and we get have it.
0: to we have to set the stage for those that don't know. You live in Seattle, so you were at Week One. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be laughing, but you were actually at that game as a Broncos fan.
1: Yeah, and we we were we were outside the stadium, and we were just like waiting for the ticket prices to go down because we're like, all right, you know, it's the Seahawks up here. Everybody's going to want to go to this game, but we'll we'll see how it goes. And it's, it it didn't go in our favor. They went up like 20 bucks. It was like buck 50 just to get in the stadium up in the Rathers, but it was a great game, but offense gets down into the red zone, goal line, and those two fumbles, and you're like, oh my goodness! And then end of the game, two minutes left. Russell Wilson got all three timeouts. Okay, this is what we got Russell Wilson for. We can make up for those miscues, and then just a the terrible uh, play calling, terrible coaching, terrible, pretty much everything. And they end up kicking a attempting a 63 yard game-winning field goal, and they and they lose. And they lose and you're just sitting there like, you're just sitting, like, Oh my God, you know, you're just, you're like, is this really how the season is going to go? I immediately at that moment was just like, okay. So this is the Broncos. So why did I think that they were going to be any different than they've been for the last five or so years? Even when they won the Super Bowl with Peyton Manning, they were like miserable to watch. So fast forward to the following week and more of the same packet terrible coach and then they hire uh in-game coach assistant to help with that and that doesn't help russell wilson you think he's got all this firepower and he just doesn't look like he just doesn't look like he's loose and free mm-hmm. i mean that raiders game because because the broncos are playing from behind yeah he looked more like russell wilson you're like okay he's stepping into throws he's rolling out of the pocket, he's stepping up in the pocket. He's brought he's running for first downs on like third and eight when you know he's nobody's open. So seeing things like that got gets me excited about it. But then they lose the game. They're two and two now. They lose Javante Williams for the year. They and they sign Latavius Murray off the Saints practice squad like awesome. Mike Boone stepping up, I mean it, it shows why he was third string, dropped that fourth down pass and in uh fourth quarter against the yeah. Raiders there. But man, it's just hard to like I mean. Get here's super where, excited.
0: Here, yeah, here's where I'll jump in. And I, I think four games is a small sample size. Like I'm ready to kind of, you know, see more. I'm not ready to just say bust like Russell's lost the step or anything like that. It hasn't yeah, looked exactly. great. There's been other reasons why coaching, injuries, guys not stepping up. I still think if Jerry Judy gets put in a position to succeed, he can be one of the best receivers in football, but you know, again, it's just, hasn't, yeah, I mean, I just, I think there's, I think that there are things that haven't happened. It is only four games though. So there is time, but you know, it, it just hasn't been pretty. And the fact that the division is going to be, you know, maybe not the, maybe not as great as we pumped it up to be at the beginning of the year, but these games aren't easy. So you know that each game oh. is going to be tough and
1: they, and they could very well be three and one as of right now, if they oh. came out with that Seahawks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. game if they came out with a win there, they're they're three and one. And mm-hmm. you're we're I mean, you're you're talking a little bit different tune at three and one compared to mm-hmm. two and two. I mean the Jets are two and two, so that tells you how I feel well, about look, that. I, yeah, but,
0: I know. And the I'm Browns happy. the Browns could be four and because 'cause they've had the easiest schedule to start the season. And then they could. I just I don't even Sunday's game was so brutal from my perspective because the Falcons, I don't think, are that great. They ran the ball like 15 straight times. Like you know, it's coming and you can't stop it. That's that should be the slogan for the Joe Woods defense. But then, then it doesn't get any. It doesn't get any. It doesn't get easier. Friend. But what frustrates me is when you have the best running back in football in Nick Chubb and you run the he ball really and he scores and you get down to the red zone and then you put the ball in Jacoby Brissett's hands to make plays to score. I mean, what the heck are we doing here? And that's where it came down to for me. I mean, I just don't understand why. Nothing really personally against Jacoby Brissett. I think as a backup, he's top tier, but he's a backup. And I think that's where my issues lie, is that they left points on the the board, even the touchdown, where Brissett had to basically torpedo himself into the end zone. I just don't think they're the best plays there. And I think the, the Falcons were vulnerable. They're not a perfect team. They're, I'd say, probably not a playoff team, but you never know in the NFC, so... Uh, that's where I'm at with the Browns just want to get that off my chest as the schedule picks up but uh,
1: I think I think where you're at is exactly <laughs> right like you could be for set career backup great backup but thrust into that starting role not necessarily I mean it's fine uh, like to, it, it's
0: fine to you know have him come in as a spot starter and and you understand you're not getting starter level play but to make him to put the ball in his hands over the best running back and maybe the best backup running back I mean it's crazy to
1: me yeah. And not to mention like going out and grabbing Amari Cooper. He's been, he's yeah. kind of been solid. He's been pretty solid for you he guys. Has. And has. Joku has stepped up, which is kind of really the first time in his career that he's been kind of that like go-to tight end. Mm-hmm. But I'll throw this stat at you. The Browns are number one in the NFL in time of possession for game. <laughs> so they're doing something right to have the ball. The only difference is they're just getting gashed on defense. So that's, I think as far as the Browns offense, because they control the ball with a run, they're second in rush yards per game. Like you said. Yeah. And and
0: I know a lot of that Sunday had to do with the fact that their pass rusher just can't drive the speed limit. I'm really happy that he's okay, (laughs) but please slow down. Like this is, you know, this is very not good. Like this wasn't a one-time thing with how fast he goes. So, I really just, you know, hopefully that that was a wake-up call that he needed. Um, But, yeah, two and two for both our teams, not the worst. It seems like the whole league is right in that middle range. Like, there's no horrendously bad teams, but there's very few great teams. Um, We'll see. I mean, I guess the one thing to kind of look at from from my weekend review we're four games in for these teams. Uh, One of the things that stood out is obviously we were all just idiots thinking that Mahomes would take a step back.
1: Yeah, that one had me feeling kind of dumb. <laughs> he's he's incredible. I, w- I, w- I mean, it, it I just, made that. Uh... I made the prediction. I was like, i Chiefs aren't making the playoffs for the first time in however many years, and look where we are. Chargers kind of look like trash. Their offensive line is banged up. They're really beat up. Bose is hurt. Like they're they're having some some troubles. Herbert's got that broken rib cartilage. Broncos aren't playing as well. You know, Mahomes is Mahomes, man. I mean. As, as much as I wanted them to not make the playoffs just from my fandom perspective, you know, they're, they're just top tier and AFC. That's why I'm looking at these records and a two and two to me or anybody like three and one, like if you look at the NFC Chicago's two and two, like they're not a 500 team. No, so the a lot of three and one, I will say though, I was high on the Cowboys starting out because I love that defense that they had. And their mm. defense yeah. probably I mean, them and the Eagles have probably two of the best defenses in, in the league. I would throw and, the
0: Niners in there too. I mean, you just kinda you kinda saw it in the game that the Broncos won that the ugliest game of the season. I'd i put
1: yeah. Broncos up there with them. I mean not having Randy yeah. Gregory kind of takes mm. them takes them back a little bit. But um, But just looking I at like it I'm like don't
0: that. you do you still think like one of the things I think we got right is that the power balance is AFC heavy right now. I would say that there's yeah, there's better teams in the AFC. So even with the records, yeah, you can throw out the records. If you're 2 and 2 3 and 1, you're just kind of hovering. You're still in a position to make a move. But the AFC does look a little stronger. And one thing I will say is that, you know, the Bills winning that game was huge just for their morale having lost the week before a close game to come back in the second yep. half. It was a great job by them to rebound after playing their, you know, if you talk about the second half of the of the Dolphins game in the first half of the Ravens game. It was their worst 48 minutes of football in a long time. But to bounce back was huge. The flip side of that is, I think we got to wonder about the Ravens closing these games out, because this is two times now this year where they were the better team for most of a game that they didn't win.
1: They could be 4-0, man. Mm. They yeah. had, what, a three-touchdown lead on Miami week mm-hmm. two? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Three-touchdown lead
0: there, 17-point lead in this one, and nothing to show for it
1: it's interesting because you don't think of the Ravens ever as being a team that can't hold it together with their defense. They've always been known as a defensive stalwart, just like throughout the entire league. And maybe they just don't have the stamina. Maybe they just don't have the stamina this year. Um, But like you said, Buffalo coming in and getting that dub was huge for them because it's, it's going to be tough. I mean, Miami really was, Pressing them, but I don't know how Miami is going to be with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. Obviously, that Tua injury was just gruesome, horrific to see. Like, have you shaken in my boots over here? But Mm -hmm. as bad as it sounds, like that, the the Bills with with that, like with Miami having to start Bridgewater, that kind of give the bills the edge there and the jets are a little better than people give them credit for. Yeah. I, I think,
0: well. I think that injury, I mean, obviously it was horrible and we hope he, you know, is, is okay. I would have thought the bills would have got the, the revenge game in Buffalo. If two is there, I mean, he should, he be there and should he be healthy either way? I just feel like that was, that was a great win for Miami, but Buffalo on the rebound, like when you realize a team is kind of legit and you, you dig in, I think it's a little different story the next time around. Uh, but no, I yeah. mean, they, the Miami's kind of built it with defense too. And, and McDaniel's doing some great things and the jets are a little better. Although I, I think the Steelers are pretty bad, obviously. So I know the AFC's fast thing, man. I think it's going to be, it's going to be fun to see how this shakes out. Um, one of the things here, Joe Crisali on the money, Mitch effect, you mentioned the Eagles. They are the last undefeated team. Uh, what I'm about to say, I don't want to take anything away from them. They're doing a great job. Jalen hurts is proven to be better than a lot of us thought he'd be they're riding the momentum high right now. Like I, they're, they're getting a lot of turnovers. Things are going their way. There will be a bounce back. There will be a, a a back to earth moment. I don't think they're going to be a bad team when that happens, but this is a team riding the momentum high. Like, I don't think they're the best team in the league, but they're definitely in the mix now for contending. And that's, you know, better than a lot of people thought.
1: They, I mean, I was, as far as like choosing teams to come out of the NFC, I was choosing, they were one of my, they were one of my top, Mm. uh, options. But if you look at the their first four weeks, they played Detroit, they played Minnesota, Washington, and Jacksonville. So outside of Minnesota, I mean, Jacksonville has kind of surprised a little bit this year, but you saw the, you saw them taking a little bit of step back against the Eagles there last week um, and kind of showed the team that they really are. I feel like they kind of outperformed the first couple weeks. But Eagles, they, they haven't really... I, I wouldn't say they've been tested they haven't really had to go through the trenches to start the year out. Their, their toughest matchup isn't coming for another two weeks when they got to play Dallas and that defense. But as far as, like, ease of schedule goes, their schedule's pretty much a cakewalk. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Toughest matchup is Dallas. They play Arizona next week, and then they're looking at teams like Pittsburgh, Houston, Washington again, Indy, who definitely a team that I missed the boat on. <laughs> toughest game they have isn't until... I mean, they got Dallas, and then they got one, two, three, four, five, six weeks until they play the Packers. So, you know, if if they don't, if they don't go, say like have 13, 14 wins, it would kind of be surprising. But when you're in that division, and I mean, the Giants are three and one right now. But when you play the Giants twice, you play Washington twice, you play Dallas twice. Yeah, you know, I think
0: there might be some splits expect- in the division. And but yeah, th- they they could they could definitely rack up wins with the schedule. Um, no, I mean that's part of it. I mean, you play who's in front of you. The Minnesota win was great. They spanked them, and the Vikings are three and one. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean uh, it's props to the Eagles, but I just think they're you know they're getting they're getting the breaks right now. They've earned a lot of them, and Hurts is playing well. I just I don't know. Too much, much
1: break. Yeah, and I
0: think we still by default until we see it, like we would put teams like the Eagles, or we would put teams like the Packers and the Bucks, and you know maybe even the Niners, depending on how or the Rams, whoever comes out of the NFC West, like we've seen it before. So. I think by the end of the year, guys like Brady and Rodgers typically kind of progress as the season goes along. So we just got to kind of see. I mean, they're they're new uncharted territory, and I guess we'll see. But I
1: mean, I don't know about Brady. I'm I'm saying fade oh. the buck.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's going that through man. it off the field. But hey, he played well on Sunday night, man. I mean, for, for for as great as Mahomes was, that was a three touchdown, no pick, 300 plus yard performance. Uh, but uh,
1: I've I've lost all respect for that man. Wait, I mean, what? Tom Brady. I've lost all respect for Tom Brady. He legitimately chose football over his family. <laughs> like, well, okay. he moved down there, made a promise to Giselle. and I wasn't in the room. Had to hang though. Out we with we his weren't. Kids.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> we we had to hang out
1: room. with his kids. Had yeah. to hang out with his kids for a weekend and was like, you know what? That's all it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, poor guy. <laughs> I, think like, I think he'll be okay. You know, th- Tom Brady might be. going to He might be getting alimony. <laughs> Like Tom Brady might be getting <laughs> alimony. How crazy is that? I wonder
1: how many of those Super Bowl rings he's going to have to give her.
0: Well, I think she's going to be giving him money based on who's been making more money recently. So this could be woof. Um, no, I, I hear what you're <laughs> I see what you're saying about the Bucks might not They're be I mean,
1: witchcraft.
0: Yeah, the Bucks defense is I mean, I, I know they got gashed by Mahomes, but you know, the Bucks defense is solid. They're still going to be in the mix. And yeah, the Packers are a team that I think are I know it was a close one against the Patriots. It shouldn't have gone to OT if, you know, Dobbs didn't drop that touchdown, but The Packers are going to be. They're starting to figure it out. Yeah, the Packers
1: are starting to figure it out.
0: Defense is good. Running game's good. I think they're going to play physical, old school football for a lot of it. And yeah, they're fine. Like they're they're going to be in the mix, divisional round and beyond for sure.
1: Yeah, they're they're just starting slow. And next two weeks, they play both New York teams. So there's two more wins for them right there. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. But I want to I want to say about Dallas. I like my my grandpa, my grandfather pop my pop up <laughs> he's a uh, he's always been a Cowboys fan so I feel like I I mean I'm not a Cowboys fan but like there's always something like deep in me that's like oh maybe they'll be all right this year their defense is super good Cooper Rush hasn't made any mistakes I'm curious to see what happens with that whole QB scenario there because like they should just slow play Dak as much as they can wait yeah. until Cooper Rush makes a mistake and if he doesn't then you got a problem but if he does make a mistake yeah then, then it's an easy well, switch. They rushed back <laughs> so Russ. The
0: Seahawks rushed back rushed back Russ last year from a similar thing, and he sucked. So, I mean, either way, you should probably slow play, and if you, especially for winning games, like you know, I I completely agree with you there. Cooper Rush again, maybe he's got some juice and he can keep going. Otherwise, he's he, the four for him looks like one of the best backups in the league. So,
1: maybe a little better than uh, Brissette there, uh, well, but okay. for my. My grandfather, he never talks to me about football at all. He always calls me, talks to me about the Yankees, what Judge is doing, how much money people are making, how, you know, he likes to complain about, about a lot of stuff. But yeah. he, when he calls me and he talks to me about the Cowboys, like, he never does that. He calls me and he's like, hey, this, who's this Cooper Rush guy? That Dak that, that guy, he needs to not play anymore. He's a loser. They got Rush in <laughs> there. He hasn't lost. Keep Rush in. Dak's a loser cooper rush i was like all right pop up like that, that's, that you you call him and you tell him
0: hey hey big cowboys rams one coming up uh the last thing i had on the nfl before we kind of move on to other sports other than i mean there's two things one quick one is that baker mayfield sucks so it's just you know
1: we already agree <laughs> on that. that one that one kind of hurts though because i was looking at all these teams I do this uh, like team wins pool thing. And I had the first pick, so I had the Bills, but then I didn't get a pick until like 25. So like all the teams were gone. And I was choosing between Atlanta, Carolina, uh, Chicago, Seattle, and like, you know, just like some of the other kind of bottom barrel teams like Houston and whatever. And I was like, man, is Baker Mayfield going to do anything? And I I took the Panthers and I was like, ah, maybe they'll get a few wins. But God, they look like one of the worst teams in the entire league. It's pathetic.
0: They do, and I think it's directly tied to their quarterback play. So that's why the, the coming from a Browns fan, said.
1: I would say it's uh, firing Matt Rule is probably going to be the first head coach to be fired.
0: Yeah, it seems that way. That's a safe one for sure. Yeah, that that's a safe bet. I think, I think he's in the driver's seat. Uh, are are the Niners going to win that division though? That was the last thing I had. Like it, I don't know about the Rams right now, and I know their line just getting beaten up, and the Super Bowl hangover is a real thing, and. Look, if everything's set up around Jimmy G, Debo's just running over people and you got a great defense, maybe the Niners just win that division again.
1: I just feel like the Niners have more playmakers on their team and their defense is a smidge better. Because Jalen Ramsey has been getting burned. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look at this last game. And it doesn't get any easier for the Rams. Their, their schedule is... Is, is going to be tough for them to make it through and make it through healthy. I just don't feel like Stafford is healthy. He's doing that drop down, no look pass way too much. Like their whole offense is literally drop back, sling it to Cup for ten yards. Cup, who you didn't want in in the fantasy. Okay, league Okay, we're going to do 14, this again now. I'm, 14, yeah, now I'm the best 14 player. Fourteen grabs. In the <laughs> <laughs> Fourteen. Yeah, what are you in first place now? I mean, come yeah. on.
0: I'm at the top of your fantasy. It's funny because I'm in another league and I'm not nearly as good. But, you know, your league, I just continually find a way uh, as we do. But, yeah, yeah, Cup is, is raking up numbers. But, it's yeah, they're so Tampa dependent on yards. him.
1: Way too dependent on him, and God forbid anything happens, like they don't have anybody else in well, the team that and run they the game. S- and they stall
0: out in the red, red zone because eventually teams figure it out, or eventually you you know it, it reaches a point where you can't just nickel and dime and you can't go cup the whole way down. So, I I, I agreed with what Orlovsky said. I mean, maybe not Beckham, but they need somebody else on that offense to make plays, or they're not going to accomplish much this year. So it
1: seemed like it seemed like this last game here they're trying to incorporate Higby more. I mean, that was the most targets he's had. I think he had 14 targets in that game. So if they're getting another little mix, Skoronic was doing a little bit. Um, But clearly Allen Robinson just doesn't have it. Um, He doesn't really fit into that offense. He's not a great blocker. Uh, And they're just kind of throwing in terrible end zone fades every time they get down in the red zone, which is why they stall out because they just double cup and they're like, okay, fade it to Robinson. Oh, he didn't catch it. Okay. We'll kick the field goal here. But, like you said, I definitely think the Niners have a good shot at taking that, taking that division.
0: Um, yeah. Wow. Well, Hey man, the NFL's fun through four. It's going to keep getting, it's going to keep getting epic. So, uh, I can't wait to see it. Uh, Joe. All right, we got to talk baseball now. And I guess the kind of segue into it, where would you rank on the all time sporting disappointments of this year and this decade, really not getting that 62nd home run?
1: I mean, he still got a shot, right? What's you, going you, on right I now? I know, but I yeah,
0: I, <laughs> dude, I don't know, man. What do you think? What happen?
1: <laughs> Will he hit it? Let's see. They got they play the Rangers two more times here. I think he's gonna get it. Okay. I mean, he's been pretty atrocious at the dish for the last, you know, I think it was like his last sixty-seven after or something. He's got like, you say he had like sixteen. Like 26 ks, and he's hitting like 160 or something because he's clearly pressing to hit 62. I think he's gonna get it. I mean, the the Rangers don't have top notch arms. And have you have you seen that uh, Twitter thread of all these like crazy sports highlights? But Aaron Judge is trying to hit 62, and it's like the Texas Longhorns are about to win the championship, and it's right before he gets in the end yeah. zone, they cut it. Aaron Judge being walked. I
0: like the idea. I like the idea that now the payback, the college football payback, is like if the Yankees make a World Series run, you have to cut into like a UCF Tulsa game. (laughs) When they're in the red zone, you just have to like cut into it. But yeah, it was it was a little much with the coverage. And you know, this was actually a great time with the milestones with him, with Pujols going for his home runs, and it's been a good time. I I like the expanded bracket, but I don't know that I'm in love with the buys and the waiting around, you know, and I don't, and I don't know, Joe, maybe this is your opinion too. I'm not sure we haven't talked about this, but I don't know if these teams like it that much. I know the Dodgers are like, we got to kind of just see how we'll adjust with this extra time off. Cause at the end of the day, they're ballplayers and they want to just keep playing.
1: Yeah. It kind of feels like the season hits this last like week or so. And it's kind of dead. Everyone's kind of just like, it's this this mum space where it's like, okay, we know who's going to be in and, we know this team's going to be off for for a minute, but I I don't think that the extra time off is not beneficial. Like Yankees will have the time off, Houston's going to have the time off. Like they got, there's a lot of injuries that happen throughout the year. Like Jordan Alvarez has had injuries all season, and if he gets, I mean, an extra week will do wonders for, sure. for them. Not that I want the Astros to get any any more help than what they already, they oh, more help than they need. But, yeah. You know, like, I, I think that the extra time will help them, but it's funny you talk about the extra team being added in because is that, is that the only reason that Seattle clinches? Is that the only way? Well,
0: they got what, so they're five right now. Yeah, they'd be, they essentially, if it was the old method, they'd, they'd be battling with Tampa for the five spot, essentially. Yep. So, I yeah. mean, and, and that they're had to in be, in and how cool was that? We talked before, but how cool was that to be there? I know you were working there, but just to, to be in the, in the ballpark when the Mariners and the drought.
1: Yeah. Just to be in the building for, for that was, was insane. Um, just because you could just feel the pure emotion in the, in the crowd and the fans, like 21 years, um, all culminated into that moment. Kyle rally just hits that ball. Everyone kind of just goes up and it gets super quiet. And then as soon as it, he flips the bat, it just erupts like, it was absolute pandemonium. Like the fans were going nuts. Everybody was was crying. Like a bunch of the a bunch of the older fans were, you know, tears balling. Um, and not even just them. Everybody was just like, "Wow!" Like baseball is back in Seattle. The team is is in the playoffs. And then all the the post game stuff that happened on the field was awesome. Scott Service came out and he did like a whole spiel. I mean, they were all drunk already. <laughs> they <all> had already <laughs> celebrated in the locker room when they came out. Um, Scott Service was just like, "Hey, we got a lot more to do, but for tonight, let's party!" <laughs> and then the place went nuts. Wow. Um, but That's that was fun. the I'm sad. Good. That was the sad part about everything. I mean, I, I told you about this, where after the game we went out to the bars around the stadium, and there was like nobody out out there, and the bars. Kept their regular uh, regular hours, and we like got out for last call. We had like one drink, and they were like, "Okay, last call." And it was like, "Oh, okay." The team did the team just clinch a playoff for the first time in 21 years. Um, My bad. Yeah, let me just go
0: home. That's terrible, but I'm happy for the people of uh, Seattle. Uh, We'll see how these playoffs go. We don't know the brackets yet, Joe, but what we do know it's going to be. We got looks like Guardians and, and Rays coming up. I'd go Blue Jays, Mariners and that one maybe. Um, I'm excited, man. Cardinals are That's, Cardinals are back in the mix. Pool Molina, Swansong. There's some good storylines this year.
1: There they really are. Um, I think if you're Seattle, this isn't to negate your Cleveland yeah, good Guardians on. at all. But I think if you're Seattle, you match up better and you want to play Cleveland over Toronto. Just from the from the standpoint that That's Toronto fair. the the Toronto fans they travel so hardcore to these Mariners games when they played them during the regular season, it was probably honestly like 70% Blue Jays fans in the crowd. I couldn't use any of the footage that I shot (laughs) at those games or because there was way too many Blue Jays fans. It was just like the wrong color blue. Even JP Crawford was like, Hey, we want to see more of our fans out here for these next games. We got the wrong color blue out there. Mm -hmm. Um, And Seattle just matches up better against Cleveland. And if you, I mean, if you go through Cleveland, you honestly at this point you'd much rather play the Yankees than you would the Astros. Like the Yankees are a little banged up; they're starting a handful of rookies right now, and clearly they're kind of backing into the playoffs instead of you know firing in towards it. But I think Cleveland Cleveland takes Tampa Bay no problem Mm -hmm. in that one. We get our classic Yankees uh, Cleveland matchup there. I just hope I don't have to see any more of Grady Sizemore.
0: Grady Sizemore, Sandy Alomar, all these <laughs> people, you know. I a yeah, nightmare. Yeah, that was a uh, 97 Cleveland team was the last team to beat the, the Yankees in the American League in a playoff series for like seven years. So, uh, no, it's fun, man. I'm excited. We're going to. We're gonna be paying attention. This is the time of year uh, we got to dive into it. So I am pumped for baseball, uh, and also you know we're pumped for hockey. It's back. We got games in the Czech Republic this weekend, and then about a week no, from we today is when the NHL season starts. So, um, other than uh, if you've given you know York Strand my goodbye love letter, how how are you doing otherwise to manage the start of the hockey season?
1: I am doing good. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say anything to about you. Being about, about you being a Jackets fan and how much you're going to miss him and love him. But he he's a, he's a great dude. Mm-hmm. Um, super, like, receptive, super just chill. I mean, most hockey players are. Like, yeah. they're all just, like, super kind. They're, like, regular people. It's not like going, talking to basketball players and they think they're, like, all high and mighty. Except for a handful of them, which is surprising. They're, like, like super nice dudes. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm, I mean... This was my busy season. It's it's, it's hectic. Um, we went to the Kraken preseason game uh, last uh, or on Saturday when they played uh, Vancouver. And I got to say, man, the team looked really good. And I was sitting up there and I was just... Their puck possession and their ability to just keep it in the zone in that game was just re- something I'd never seen them do before. Obviously, they, they make some big additions. They trade for Bjorkstrand. They get... Uh, Burakovsky, he seemed like he was pressing a little bit and trying to do too much, but what they're trying to do up here uh, with the Kraken is they just br- have brought in a lot of dudes that have the experience that have won a cup, know yeah. what it feels like. They're trying to just kind of change the um, persona in the locker room, and I think it's it's going the right way. Um, I don't know if that necessarily translates into more points for them uh, in throughout the year, but I mean, it's It's exciting. I don't know. It's really hard to gauge how excited the fans are around here because, I mean, obviously last year it was a whole new thing and everybody was like, oh, I got to check this out. But I was at the first practice and there were maybe like first open practice and there, yeah, there were maybe like 50 people there. Like it wasn't like the door people were, you know, trying to get in and watch it. It just was like, you know, a normal little thing. I feel like a lot of the allure has kind of worn off a little bit. Obviously, the Mariners are playing well, so everybody's kind of thinking about that. But they got some exciting young guys. Matty Beneers, I mean, mm-hmm. he, he could be rookie. He could, you know, he yeah. could be rookie. He I could think be Calder. I mean, Shane Wright's really year, good.
0: Last year, they didn't do well, but it wasn't, you know, they were a, you know, an expansion team, young roster. They're building the pieces around it. I don't know if the Crack can make the playoffs this year. I just know they're going to be better. Um, looking kind of at that division, I think the Sharks are the worst team by, based on where they're going. Other than that, though, it could be a crapshoot.
1: Careful, uh, careful. Uh, <laughs> I know,
0: I know. I'm not going to say Vancouver. I'm not doing it again. I'm not falling that well. <laughs>
1: Uh But no, I, I will tell you. Yeah, that game that I was at, I was very shocked at how well the Kraken were playing. How how they really just dominated the puck in that entire game. But I was like, man, I'm looking down at this Vancouver team and is it because the Kraken are that much better or is Vancouver just that much worse? I don't know. It's preseason I'm two, So I don't, know. I don't want
0: to, I don't want to judge too much on the preseason cause this happens before. Um, but, no, I will but say,
1: as far as, as far as like line pairings, oh, I mean, yeah, me, well, my knowledge, like usually I know who's on the, ice. I know, but and I'm man, down there I like, can the that
0: <laughs> man, I was excited to see the jackets in the preseason with Johnny hockey on that first line with Boone Jenner and Patrick line. I was like, Oh boy. This is Your mouth water. so blathered up for this season, uh, and we'll see. I honestly think that uh, if I would go bold predictions, I would say this is probably. Well, no, this is what I'm <laughs> going to say. I say this is probably the year where this is probably the year where the Penguins' drought ends, which we would love if they miss the playoffs finally. I would say that I think the Islanders are gonna be better. I think they're gonna be in the playoff mix again. You know, I know they missed out on the free agents, but they had the season from hell last year. I think they're gonna be back in the mix. I think Toronto gets out of the first round finally. I think uh what's that dunno? Let's just keep it going. I would say also that Calgary might be as good or better than last year with the trade. I you think they think? I think they're gonna be just as good. I think I think they ripped off Florida in that trade. I don't wanna say ripped off, but man, they were I mean Kachuk's great, and I like him, but man, Huberdeau, like, people slept on him. Like, the Gals yeah, 100-point guy love- last year. Yeah, hockey. I, yeah, I, I think they're going to be fine, though. Like, I really do, and they're building for it in Sutter's style. You don't need as many top guys. But I will say that I think Edmonton just going to keep on the trajectory up, and I think the Kings are looking good, and they're going to be a team that, I forgot about Vegas, actually. They're a team that's going to be going down, so maybe the Sharks and whatnot are there, but... But my, yeah, uh, I
1: will say about yeah. Vegas, like my, my boss, he went to the Vegas shoot uh, while I was doing the Seattle one up here and he, he's a huge blues fan, but he was all about Vegas when they mm-hmm. first started up and he just does not believe in them at all. As much as I don't really either. Yeah, You can't just, you know, drop those guys. And then you just add Phil Kessel and think that that's going to solve all your problems. Mark Stone <laughs> is kind of a shell of the player that we saw a few years ago. They are not; they don't have as deep of a roster. They lose Pacioretty, you know? I mean, maybe, their yeah. Goal, their goaltending is suspect as hell. Yeah. Logan Thompson and Brisson, come on. All, maybe those
0: were, all those trades were, disaster. they were short-term games for long-term hell, and we're in hell right now in Vegas because yeah. they're, they're finding that Over. out. Uh, maybe, yeah, the Caps are no lock either, so we could see that changing in the Garden the Eastern Conference.
1: I, yeah, the Caps, I was looking at... So, my surprise in the East, I think, is I think we're going to see Detroit in the playoffs. I, would see, I was thinking
0: crazy? Ottawa. You could see Ottawa in there. You could see the Columbus return. Everybody, I would say the East, yeah. You're right. The East could have four new playoff teams. Like, it's not out of their question, you know? Up to that many, I And,
1: would say. and do we touch Buffalo? I mean... Mm, they're they look good. Some, I don't think, and they I, do I also good. don't
0: think Philly's going to be that bad. Torts will get them in regular season mode. I don't think they're the going to that
1: bad. The teams that were walkover teams, excuse me, skateover teams last year, and even like previous years, they're just going to be a bit more competitive this year. You'd so think, those right? teams that that yeah. barely made it in, like you said, Penguins, uh, Bruins. Cat, I mean, by barely, with 100, yeah. barely with a hundred points, but I mean. This is what we're talking about here. I don't. I don't think you see that much of a separation this no, year. I don't no. think at four hundred points. I That's think it's going to be a little tougher, which makes it to to allow those teams like Detroit and Ottawa and to even be in uh, consideration to making it. Like you said, Philly's probably not going to be as bad. I would love to not see Pittsburgh or Washington in it. I mean, do we lose both of them? Because I think Columbus makes it in, and I think mm-hmm. Detroit makes. it in. So who mm-hmm. are the two teams that, that make that it out be,
0: of it? Because it would be Pitts, it would probably be out
1: Boston, Pittsburgh, I Washington,
0: Boston. Boston. Yeah, those three. I mean, and like I don't I love Tampa's culture, but you know it has to end sometime. So let's just You
1: are Tampa. I mean, you think Tampa doesn't pick it in?
0: I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm saying that, it, look, they've made three runs to the finals. They have played so much hockey. If they get an injury, if they get a, some downtime, it's not out of the realm That's of possibility. True. So, I mean, I think you you goes like, it, Vasilevsky goes down, like, Vasilevsky goes down, Lord forbid what happens there. Um, yeah, all right. Well, hey, this is what I'm going to say. My preseason cup final pick, and I'm, I, I don't know if I even feel Good, making the. I'm
1: ready. I'm so ready for this because I I, yeah, I kind of know what that. you're
0: gonna say. <laughs> I got <it>. Oilers, Rangers.
1: <laughs> oh, I knew it. I I knew that's what you were gonna say, and I want. Uh,
0: I, I actually thought about Avalanche, uh Rangers. I think I'm actually picking the Oilers to win. I, I feel like the Rangers get to the final, but then I I'm not sure they win. I'd have to. I'm not comfortable picking it right now without seeing this Rangers team and that run to get there, but. Another step man. I like him in the east a little bit better than Carolina right now.
1: I will say the Rangers are a great bet if you are a betting man, as far as mm-hmm. where the scales are for them. Everyone's got a Carolina favorite up there. Carolina is amazing. Uh Rangers, do they like do they make that push? It's actually kind of funny. We were we were in hole. we were all right, this is gonna sound kinda of funny. Mm-hmm. We were at a Lululemon in Maui in, in Hawaii. <laughs> And somehow I started talking about the Rangers to some guy that was in there. And he was very, both of us, very surprised at how they were last year and how they made those little additions. And surprised that Drury was able to build a roster the way that he did. They lost some of the guys that they brought in, like Kopp um, and Vetrano. But they go, they get Trocek. And they have one of the best young defensemen. Uh, in the league, and Adam Fox, we say this over and over and over again. Yep. They have a solid team from top to bottom. does that's a guy. Yep. He's, he's great. They have great culture. I mean, I love it. I love the pick. I absolutely love it. And I knew that you were going to be on Edmonton because the thing is, I am also on Edmonton. Yeah. It
0: feels like it's time, right? Like McDavid last year, he had... He it was like kind of McKinnon like like where he you know enough is enough like it's time to just start making that move and then I think winning that you know winning those two rounds in the playoffs is only going to keep him going and if Jack Campbell steps up they gave him a huge they ticket got Campbell. if he is the guy if he's even close to the guy this team is winning the Stanley Cup like I feel pretty good Did about you kinda,
1: that you kind of compare their roster to uh, the abs from last year and obviously the players are different. But the mm-hmm. Avs won the cup with just suspect goaltending, like just league average goaltending, wins them. And Campbell's a little bit better.
0: Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah.
1: They don't necessarily have a solid pairing, but Campbell, you know, if, if he helped get them over the hump there, that that's huge. And they they have a lot of top picks just throughout all of their lines. You know that they, they have kept a lot of the guys that they've that they've uh, started out with and. I mean they bring Cainen, obviously not a huge fan of that guy, but top solid top line. Yeah. You know, they got full Jarvie on the second line with uh dry They're top to bottom, they're solid.
0: Can um, I Yeah. Well, well hey man, I know if the Rangers make the cup final you'll be you'll be going nuts. But if they have to match up against McDavid, you'll kinda of be terrified every night.
1: <laughs> I I will. <laughs> I will. But you know, I might make a trip to Edmonton, we'll see.
0: I wanna I wanna go on record with one last thing before we wrap this up because it's ways away. I wanna put it on record now. I'm probably gonna be wrong, but I have a bold claim out there. Like you do your post and I respect it, you know, even when you're wrong, you, you just you put your name out there and I do respect that.
1: Uh, here we go. My bold
0: claim is that in twenty twenty four in the summer. When uh, he decides not to re-sign with uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, that Austin Matthews will be an L.A. King. Wow, that's I, see uh, it. I feel like there's some buzz. I don't want to say I've heard things, but I feel like that's the move. I feel like he's got that personality, and looking at what the Kings are doing, building a core, but also, Joe, they're not really going. It's kind of like the NBA long game; like they're not going all in right now and why would you not go all in right now when you took Edmonton to seven and you're you're building something is because you think there's a bigger domino a bigger bear out there and that's my call for right now in October 2022 that when Austin Matthews plays out his contract he will be an LA king and it'll be their biggest free agency move since Gretzky
1: that's that's an incredible prediction because I can see that 1000 percent. all these years with is this the year the Maple Leafs do it? Is this the year the Maple Leafs do it? Can the Maple Leafs finally get over that hump? It just tells me that it's not happening this year either. And when his contract's up, man, I see that. I see that for sure. He's definitely an L.A. boy. (laughs) I mean –
0: I think he's got that. I think he's got the bright lights. And honestly, Joe, I mean, I would, I would have said the Rangers, but you guys are farther along. You have, you know, the money tied up doesn't work, but you're in that position now where I think if it was, you know, if the time I would have matched up years ago, the Rangers could have been an option. I just think he's a bright lights kind of guy. And I think that's, what's going to happen. So I I did, I, I, that's a big one.
1: So let's, let's go with this. Then we have the same cup final, but we have different winners. Mm Mm-hmm. Because at this juncture, I'm not throwing the Rangers in the final and not picking them to win. They they're getting guys back that they lost last year. Sammy Blay was a huge uh, trade that they made. Yeah, with the the Blues there before the year started, giving up Kuchnevich, um, which uh-huh. we were like, okay, giving up a twenty six thirty goal scorer for a a hitting winger. But hey, that's that's the culture, you know i. I, I love this team. I love what the Oilers are doing. It's just, I, I feel like the Oilers are just su- always such a risky pick because I feel like they just, they're just going to, they just break hearts. Last year, bad, though, bad. Did,
0: would you agree that last year felt different? Like, it did. They lost. It definitely to, did. And, and I know they lost. They got what they got basically what swept out, right? Like, if I remember correctly, they lost and swept out. But the Avalanche were a team possessed. They lost to the eventual champs. The Avalanche, I mean, were a buzzsaw for most of the playoffs. It felt like there was real progress, and it felt like it was the right step that had to happen. So I know it's risky. Hey, that's the best part about this, is that every, all these picks are risky because there's no guarantees in this sport. And I'm just Hockey's got to
1: be, yeah, hockey's got to be the most difference from year to year, mm-hmm. I would say, as far as, like, who's in the playoffs, who's playing who, who's got the best shot at the Cup, which is why... Hockey's amazing. There's just so much parody every year, and there's young guys that that step up, and trades happen too. They do. So, you know, oh it's, boy, it's interesting. Well, I'm very, very stoked for the year to start here.
0: I can't wait for it. Uh, if your Rangers are in the Stanley Cup final, if we get Rangers Edmonton, like if it happens, we'll have to have a gentlemanly wager on it. If we because I mean it would have to commemorate like that we. We both got the finals cup right. I mean, that would be nuts. And then we both went the other ways. so one of us would be wrong. You know, we
1: got to keep it going. And one of us, and if I'm wrong, one <laughs> of us is not wrong, but just completely heartbroken. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: Did, yeah, actually, the stakes are way worse for you in this case. I won't be, I'd be happy for you if the Rangers win.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have two stakes in the fight. I'll have money and, and my my soul and my heart.
0: Oh my gosh, too funny! Well, hey Joe, appreciate you coming on as always. Talked a bunch of different sports. I think we covered all of it. Is there anything else in the sports world I missed right now that's on your mind before we go?
1: I mean, NBA starting up. Go Nuggets!
0: Yeah, that's right. I know. Just God, don't say that too loud, or, or you'll have a, a Sixers fan say, "What about Embiid? He's better."
1: So, be <laughs> oh my God, that was so <laughs> unbearable to deal with last year. Like, Yo, it's just the MVP man. <laughs> Well, I will say one thing: Screw Yusuf Nurkic. That guy. Okay. Is a jerk.
0: Wow. <laughs> we're getting the old school European. We're getting the old school European feuds. I love it. <laughs> yeah. NBA season's good. Hey, eh? I think the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to be a good team with Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell, like, Mobley, Garland. Mm.
1: Yeah, I like what they. I like what they're doing. I mean, I'm just stoked on the Nuggets. They got Jamal Murray coming back, Jokic MVP, yeah, quarters back. They're they're firing on all cylinders. The trades that they made, I was a little skeptical of getting rid of Barton um, and Monte Morris, who were two big uh, second unit scorers for them. So I'm kind of nervous about that. But state of the NBA, it's, you know, this yeah, is another true. reason why October is great. So, NBA man. starting up, hockey starting up, baseball postseason, um, football. football, full Oh, boy. That's a great time to be alive. So great. And
0: I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Absolutely, man. Well, there'll be sports on wherever we're going. I don't know which ones. We'll have to check the schedule. But this is when, hey, my last plea, if you are a manager, owner at a bar, just, you know, have a good program director, you know, kind of study the day's games, what's important, you know, what TVs should have each games. You know, that's the only thing. I don't want to have, like, local news on when there's games going on. You know, you got to be on top of it. But most of them do a great job. Did I ever real- tell
1: you? Did I ever tell you two years ago, week one, we went to the Hawks Nest, which is a bar right next to Lumen Field. Okay. And week one, we're sitting at the bar and I'm looking around and there's just a bunch of infomercials on the TV. (laughs) And the game had already started. And I leaned into the bartender, and I was like, hey, do you think you could put some of the football games on? And he was like, oh, they started already? I'm like, yeah.
0: (laughs) Unacceptable. Unacceptable. (laughs) Unacceptable. I'm not picky. I just, yeah, when you have a football Sunday or like, you know, a crazy day of sports. Like you gotta, you know, you gotta study those games up. Uh Joe Crisally, man. Appreciate you coming on. It's uh it's been a blast. We'll be doing this again soon, but uh thanks for coming on the Money Mitch
1: Effect. Yeah, man, anytime.
0: That was Joe Crisalli on the Money Mitch Effect. If you like the podcast, we're on all your podcast platforms, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, just to name a few. Uh, check out the Money Mitch Effect Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at MoneyMitchM21. We'll be back next week talking some pro and college football, start a hockey season, and the baseball playoffs. This is the Money Mitch Effect with Joe I am Mitch Michaels. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Keep enjoying sports.